Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Linda, and I will be your host for today. Today's devotional, Intercession for Souls, takes us through scripture found in Isaiah 27:12. Now the New Living Translation of this verse reads, Yet the time will come when the Lord will gather them together like hand-picked seeds. One by one, he will gather them. And the astounding truth is that the Lord uses us as intercessors to a broken and lost world to give them the salvation story. Now, the dictionary defines intercession as an act to intercede on behalf of someone else or to interpose on behalf of someone in difficulty or trouble. Those who do not acknowledge the saving work of Christ are indeed in trouble. Murray maintains that the individual believer does not understand that it is necessary for them to witness to those around them, while unconverted souls suffer unspeakable loss because believers do not speak to them about Christ. Why do we fail to speak about Christ? Are we embarrassed, reluctant, avoiding the Jesus freak label, threatened by possible criticism? Actually, we're reluctant because we do not love as God loves. When God chose Abraham, he said to him, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. All the families on earth will be blessed because of you. Now, I'm sorry to say Israel became more interested in their own affairs than bringing pagan nations to an almighty God. And this was born out of the story of Jonah, the prophet of Israel, who said no to God when God asked him to witness to the people of the great city in Assyria called Nineveh. He didn't want this evil enemy of Israel to be spared God's judgment. He wanted them to suffer. God wanted them to turn to him in repentance. God loved and Jonah hated. We learn that God so loved the world, which means everybody. In 2 Peter 3, 9, the disciples say of God, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. This will be accomplished when believers pray in the power of God's Holy Spirit, feel what the Spirit is saying, and pray for the person that God has laid on their hearts. And you might not even have to say a word. I have a cousin named Rudy, which is third or fourth removed, twice to the power of ten. I'm not sure. We are related, though, in some fashion. Essentially, he's my fourth cousin. I always called him Uncle Rudy because he's so much older than me. Now, Rudy is the last person that I thought would ever become a believer. When I met him for the first time, he just had left the Marine Corps as a master sergeant. He was rough, tough, and used to foul language. He made cuss words sound normal. Well, I was actually afraid of him and dreaded going to their house for the holidays. He had a rough life growing up in New York and had abuse of an alcoholic father. So as soon as he was old enough, he joined the Marines. This is the story I was told. Rudy knew that our family followed Christ and went to church regularly and used to make fun of us. When my mom would say, Rudy, I'm praying for you, he would laugh and tell her, don't waste your time. Well, Rudy married a lady named Helen and they had two daughters. And every summer, a church bus would pull up to their neighborhood and children who wanted to go to a week-long camp called VBS would board the bus and off they would go to play with other kids and learn about Jesus. One of those days, Rudy's daughters got on that bus and went to church. On the last day of VBS, the girls came home very excited because they were going to be in a church play, and they wanted their parents to come and watch. 
Little did Rudy know, as he opened the church doors that night, what impact one visit to church to watch a children's play would have on his life. One day, much to my surprise, Rudy called my mom and cut right to the chase. You don't have to pray for me anymore. Okay, Rudy, I heard my mom say. You really can't stop me. But his next words shocked my mom and me. I've become a Christian, he blurted out. What inexpressible joy filled my heart and the hearts of my family. This ex-Marine, hard to the core, fell in love with Jesus. My mom didn't have to witness to him, read scripture to prove that he needed Jesus. She just prayed, and the Holy Spirit used a church bus, two little girls, and a play. That's our God. Murray has said before that intercession is not a feeling of something that we have to conjure up. As we yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit, we feel the need to pray. Seed by seed, one by one, pray for your Rudy. Let's pray from our devotional. Thank you, Lord, that I can pray not only for those who are nearest to me, but also for those who do not yet know you. It is in your holy, precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.